Smith trying James, to keep it. He's one of those struggles. Look at this. 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 Hey, what's going on? Back, we're back for episode three of the No Clue podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm joined by Tyler. And what's happening? What's happening, everybody? Big news, big news, big news. A lot of shit to talk about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna start with the elephant in the room. Yeah. No, no, you got to. That's probably gonna be the the longest topic, anyway. Yeah, uh, a lot of things to discuss. Yeah, so if you guys aren't, <laughs> you guys are living in a cave. Um, LeBron just agreed to four-year, one hundred fifty-four million dollar contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, <laughs> yeah, the wait is over. He made his decision. Um, no announcing Tuesday like people Nick right. thought. Uh, <laughs> So, everyone thought he was going to go. His son going to L.A. school, enrolled in L.A. school or whatever, you know, was, uh, he gave out signs. So, thoughts? I, I got to be honest. I didn't, I really didn't think he'd go to the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't either. Uh, I just, because, you know. Now, granted, when they get Kawhi, they'll look a lot different, but if anything, he made his path to a possible fourth championship even harder. The hardest it's probably ever been. Yeah, because now he has to play in the West. And there's no guarantee he gets, you know, anybody right to second. Right. It's like him and him and Lonzo, like... If they even keep Lonzo. It, it just doesn't seem right. Yeah, we'll get to Lonzo in a second, because let's finish talking about LeBron, then I have to address Lonzo's tactics. Yeah, but, I mean, to be honest, if anything, this shows that he he really, like, he doesn't really care about winning. Okay. At least At least at this point. So what does he care about? I think he's just going to L.A. to, like, move forward with the next part of his life where he's going to be more and more and more involved with entertainment. You know, he's he, there's always been the rumors of him, like, getting into movies more, more like, more than we see in shows mm-hmm. and all this type of stuff. So I think that's, that's the primary reason for his move. That would... Yeah, that can make sense. Make and it's where the, we, the like the hints you said, like the fam, all his family gave hints that they want to be there. So, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> so, what, what other moves does L.A. make? L.A. Hmm. You said Kawhi, you're saying, right? Yeah, That's Kawhi. I mean, but Kawhi is looking like a sure thing now. Of, of course, there's there's another player we'll discuss who I thought was a sure thing. Um, and he wasn't, so, you know, got to be ready for anything. Yeah. Um, Lonzo, <laughs> if people didn't hear, Lonzo leaked information 
about himself having a torn meniscus that apparently, according to actual insiders, is not true that he has a torn meniscus. He just has soreness in his knee. But he leaked the information coincidentally when his name came up in trade talks. And for those who don't understand how the NBA works, if you're injured, you can't be traded. So you have to pass two physicals and be healthy to switch teams. So I'm not, <laughs> I will say that I believe Lonzo heard he might get traded and told everybody he's injured so no one wants to trade for him. Ruin his draft stock. Now, uh, <laughs> he may deny it. LeVar may deny it. <laughs> Leangelo, LaMelo, whoever else in the camp might deny it. But it's a pretty clear reason why someone would leak false information about themselves when they might get traded from yeah, their favorite he, team. He clearly, he clearly wants to be a Laker. Yeah, There's no getting bad. around that. Really bad, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the new ball. Where uh, where does he news. fit though? Like where does LeBron fit? I mean, they they are so high on Ingram. Mm-hmm. So do they just move LeBron to the four? They can move Ingram to the. T- well, I guess they just signed Kentavious. Caldwell Pope again too. I was gonna say they could move him to the two. They had Ingram playing one at one point this year. They did. They did. I, you're right. So I, I don't. I don't know. Walton. He might. He's a creative guy. Yeah, he I, I could at give point him. guard a couple times this year. You never know. I bet when they play Philly, he'll start at point guard. This is. Will. I think Luke Walton might be the best coach he's had since Spolstra. Well, yeah, that's not. It's not saying. No, it's much. not saying much. But like, I think Walton is a is a solid level above the um, like all the Cleveland guys that came through. Well, the two particular ones. Yeah, and he and he has the most. You know, he played for the best coach out of them, and he also worked under the best coach out of them. Well, I guess Lou Lou played for Phil too, right? But Luke played for him longer. Um, right, you know, Luke worked worked under Kurt. But yeah, I I do think the Lakers could do some interesting things. I think Magic Magic being there, that's like a big thing. I think for LeBron, uh, that's another yeah. reason why he might start at the one a couple times. I I, I don't know, man. I, I like the more I think about it, the more I like the move because uh-huh. of all the moves he could have made. This was one of the moves that were like, all right, he's clearly not looking for the easy way out. He's clearly making a choice based on what he wants to do. Well, I I won't say clearly because he may have information we don't have. He may know where DeMarcus Cousins is going. He may know that the Kawhi trade is, you know, a higher possibility than the media may know. You know what I mean? He may know no, stuff for sure. He may know stuff that Magic has told him that we don't know yet. So he may he may know that they'll get Kawhi and Cousins. You, know, I'm not saying that they will. I, that's that would be that's a long shot. But I'm saying he might know something like that that we just have no uh, no way to know. And he may it may be an easy way out. 
an easier way out than we think, I should say. But if this is it, if this is going to be the team how it is right now, and they get Randall back or Lopez or whoever they're trying to get at the center, I think they're trying to get Capella. Whoever they get at the center, if they get them, you know, then, yeah, I agree with you. It, it doesn't look like he's going for the easy way out. It looks like he's going to continue his career somewhere else and have fun maybe, you know, in a different location, form a new legacy. Because in, in any way you look at it, it takes a lot of balls for a guy like LeBron to go to L.A. Why? Because the uh, because of the scrutiny he'll the, face? Uh, the L.A. and like Chicago, you're literally facing the ghost. Oh yeah, right. You know what I mean? In terms of and and I'm pretty sure he. I don't know how like how much impact those discussions have on those guys, but like you know, LeBron's gonna show up and. Say say the team stays the way it is, and by some miracle he brings them a championship. You know, all of a sudden the, he's a better Laker than Kobe. He's the best Laker. That, you know what I mean? Like all that nonsense <laughs> that stems just from like any activity f- from those top tier guys is gonna draw comparisons. Yeah, and and at the end of the day, it will be his fault if that happens. He can't really blame that on other people because right he could go anywhere he wanted to. He chose to you know follow one of the goats, right? Well, you know a lot of the goats in this this situation because you know one of the probably the franchise with the most best players on it is the Lakers. Yeah, so I, he would you know he's gonna follow that. So um, yeah, like I said, it's, he made the choice. So he should be ready for what comes next. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, my the other question I have is, well, what about the flip side? What happens to the 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 sinking ship that he left behind? <laughs> I don't know, man. I I don't think Sexton is like is. <laughs> I don't think he's really even a good pick if you don't have LeBron. I think he was, like, a good pick when LeBron was there. But now I'm like, well, they should have picked somebody else because the chance of not having LeBron and you just get a point guard that's, you know, that they say is going to be a defensive specialist. What does that do for them? I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think with LeBron gone, they have a lot of holes. Yeah. Now they really don't have a good point guard. LeBron really was... If, if we're really watching the games, LeBron was the point guard last year. For sure. Hill brought the ball up court sometimes, but LeBron was the point guard. So now they don't have a point guard. Hill is not, you know... Even when Hill played with the Pacers, you know, George touched the ball every play that Hill touched the ball and George held the ball long Hill's just kind of George Hill's just kind of like one of those floor generals who keeps it moving he'll hit the open shots he'll make occasional plays yeah no one's gonna steal it from him right um, yeah he protects the ball he yeah he is so I don't know what I don't know what the Cavs are gonna do man I guess Love gotta you know shave his put beard the, and put the go. backpack on yeah, yeah. Put the backpack on. Take all those fucking idiots who were fucking up in the finals. <laughs> and yeah. 
don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'll give Love and Ty Lue a lot of respect next year if they don't suck. What what would you consider not sucking? If they win more than thirty five games, they had a good year. Yeah. So maybe they maybe they just missed the playoffs, or maybe they do sneak in at eight or something. Yeah. I'm I mean the that. East, the East is uh, wide open now. Is it? I mean, Boston's the favorite, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But Boston isn't foolproof. Yeah, I guess not. They're just like, yeah, those the guys that went to the conference final, they couldn't win a road game. Yeah, but they didn't have two starters. Arguably and then, the two and then now, that, now that these role players who couldn't win a road game... Uh, a road game they got like so much better. I'm not entirely sure that when Kyrie and Gordon Hayward come back, that they're gonna be you know smooth fits like they were before. Oh, I definitely don't think they're gonna be smooth fits, especially Kyrie. Actually, <clears throat> the way they were moving the ball, which is the opposite of how Kyrie plays. Right. I, that's gonna be you know tough. And I give I give Kyrie credit because Kyrie, uh, like he showed flashes of being able to adapt when he was playing mm-hmm. he got out of like i mean he's still isoed but he you know he didn't kill the whole clock and he didn't move it he tried to play defense so i give him a little, but back to yeah let's not get too sidetracked lebron mm-hmm. you think do you think he he gets another ring at any point if this is the team right here, like just, if they don't make any more moves, n- even if they make moves, do you think the Lakers can win a ch- win a championship? No, no, I don't. One, I don't think they unless they make a major trade and get like Kimba, or I'm trying to think of like point guards that are available. Uh. <laughs> yeah, unless they get Kemba or like Lillard or somebody, I, I don't. They don't. There's no free agent point guards good enough for the t- to take them to the championship or to the finals unless they play LeBron at point guard and get another small forward. Their point guard spot is gonna be, you know, imagine Lonzo checking any of the guards that was in the Western Conference playoffs last year. Let's let's list them. List the Western Conference playoff point guards last year. Lillard, Russ, yeah, Rubio, Rubio, and CP. Yeah, and are we missing one? I feel like we're missing one. Or Holiday or Rondo, whichever one. Yeah, Rondo probably. Rubio is the only one that won't get 20, 20 plus on Lonzo. Three out of the four games that they lose. But Rubio will like... Rubio might not score as much as those other guys, but Rubio will make you work because he does, you know, contribute. Yeah, he will. But, Especially I mean, if you don't guard him, like, well. Yeah. R- Rubio and Rondo are the only ones that won't give him 30-plus. Right. Only, only limited to 20-plus because we said Rondo, and Rondo just 
that's just not his game because he'll make you work just like Rubio does. Right. Rondo exactly. will probably get eighteen assists. So basically, Rondo. so basically, there's no easy matchups. No. LeBron is literally the only mismatch they have on the team. Everybody else pretty much gets exposed by the other playoff positions. Let's move to two guard. KCP, right? Yeah, it looks like it. Okay, we got Harden, Clay, CJ McCollum, Donovan Mitchell, Holiday. Stop me when he can check somebody I name. At, well, we'll see who starts on OKC's at the two next year. I don't know if they if they're gonna do anything with the two guard spot, but probably Roberson. Ah, uh, well, KCP <laughs> won't score, but <laughs> neither will Roberson. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, don't uh, get me wrong. The Lakers have like plot holes in movie terms. They have plot holes. Yeah, they do definitely. They just there's just things on on that team that I I question. Right. So what do you think? Do they win a championship ever? No. <laughs> I even if Kawhi goes there, I still don't think. Oh, we forgot to mention Minnesota's team. Anyone, Rose will give ball at least. <laughs> he may give him twenty off the bench. Right. He, Teague probably won't give him more than and, 20. And Rose just got re-signed, didn't they? Are they working on re-signing him? No, they got him. They got him. They did? Okay. Yeah. And then Jimmy Butler and KCP. Yeah. Jimmy gets 20 plus. KCP gets nothing. <laughs> and then you got nothing? San Antonio. Huh? Nothing? <laughs> he may hit a spot-up jumper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then you got San Antonio. They may have a they may have a good night on San Antonio. Cause I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen with San Antonio. They'll probably have all different guards next year when they get rid of Kawhi. What they get for Kawhi, they'll probably have a whole other team. Yeah, that would, that would be interesting. All right, well, I mean, I guess we got to look at we to to say more about it. We got to look at what else LA does. Right. So, so this is our inst- first initial reaction. It literally, just happened what like a few hours ago. Yeah. So the Knicks just picked up Mario Hazonia from the Magic. I I don't mind that. I look he has potential. That's I'm tired yeah, of that's getting potential. I, we need something that happens now. <laughs> but it's okay. Well, since you're talking about your team, I'll mention the Wizards. <laughs> traded Marcin Gortat for one coach's former coach's son, Austin Rivers. And what is that? What was that about? Can you tell me? How do you feel about it? Well, without well, screaming and f- screwing the microphone up, look, I I don't like it at all. <laughs> yeah, because. <laughs> Well, maybe say best case scenario, Austin Rivers is a is a solid backup, which I think he can be. Um, I think the Clippers put too much on him to like, you know, produce. And a couple times he did, but I don't think he's ever a consistent starter. But for a, for a bench like a backup guard who comes in, plays maybe like twenty minutes. 
if he's having a good game, he'll play 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think he can have a good impact. But I say that the reason I say best case scenario is because now we have even more of a, of a hole on the front line. Mm-hmm. And Gortat wasn't the best. But Gortat was stable. You know what you're getting. Right. And I just... I don't know what to expect from Rivers, honestly. From an outsider's perspective, I will say that... I understand, and I think that trading Gortat was a good move. Now, trading him for Rivers, I don't know if that was a good move. But trading him in general, I think, was a good move. Since he said that he wasn't going to come back. After this year, anyway, he wanted to go to the Magic and retire. But um, I don't know. I mean, Rivers, I think Rivers is good for them because the way Beal, the way Beal was um, ball handling and facilitating last year, I think that Rivers is like a good two-guard offense kind of player. Like, if Wall comes out and Rivers comes in, Beal can yeah. handle the ball and Rivers can handle the ball, and then you have two scoring threats in all the time. Right, I'm following you. Beal may come out, then you have Wall and Rivers, and then eventually, hopefully, fourth quarter is Wall and Beal again, <laughs> and Rivers is out of there. But I think that that helps them, but not having a center hurts them just as much. But I have seen... <coughs> that uh trading porter was like was on the table like they were thinking about trading auto porter and a, a pick maybe and getting a center i don't know what center i don't know what center they were thinking about or <laughs> i don't know what team would give up their center for auto porter and it in a couple of picks but yeah auto porter rumor. is getting paid quite a bit of money yeah and, and honestly if the Pelicans signed and traded um, Cousins, I don't think that's. I think that's a decent move for the Pelicans. I would rather have Cousins, but with the lack of wing depth that um, the Pelicans had, I don't. I think that he would be a good addition to their team. Yeah, I think Porter Porter will make their starting lineup quite top tier in the league. Top tier in the league. Okay. That just the way the five can play together, yeah. not like individual. Obviously, individually, other than Anthony Davis, none of those yeah. guys are crazy. But well, what would Davis be? The five or the four? Five. Miritich yeah, so should be the four. Miritich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Miritich so, showed showed a lot during the playoffs. So you would have. Well, I would think Miritich and, I mean, I would start that team too. So you're saying Drew Holiday Rondo. Porter, Miritich, and Davis. Yeah. I would start that 5-2, but I don't know. Also, in my mind, I wonder like why I would have Miritich and Porter out there at the same time. Because they kind of do like the same things. Like Defensively, I would, but offensively... They it both would be hit shots, like a, but they also could like take it off the dribble. What do you mean? What? No, I, I'm not saying that... They're, like they can't do it at the same time. Like I said, I would start that five because it makes sense. But it also, it seems like one their bench is gonna be really bad if they do that because it, it already is bad, and it 
just gets worse if they do that because at least they would have had Miritich come off the bench for Cousins like before for one of the power forwards but now if they did that their bench is really bad and then like I said Miritich and Porter have the same similar games on offense I think Porter's a little more versatile than than Miritich is but I, I see what you mean yeah, so either, either way, it wouldn't solve it, everything, but I, I just like that core five. Yeah, it's a good core five. It is, yeah. I think even if they had, like, a throwaway power forward that, like, that, like, play that started but really kind of came out early, kind of like a... Um, like a Amir Johnson. Amir Johnson or, like, a Thaddeus Young or somebody like that who Zaza. would start the game out but would probably be out, like... Eight with eight minutes left in the <laughs> out after four minutes into the first quarter. Right, and yeah. They have that real quick. Usually picks up the fouls instantly. Yeah, and he just kind of sets the tone, and then they bring in Porter or Miritich, and then that's how they roll. I think that would probably be good, but I think that if they came out the gates with that team, I think they would be they would struggle later in in the game, because if Miritich or Porter gets in foul trouble, they're back to the team they have now right so I um, but I do if they did that that would be cool and then let's talk about the Wizards side if they did that what do you think finals cousins I don't know man I'm nervous about how easily cousins can fit onto like because people throw his name around with all these different teams. And to me, to me, he's not a guy who could just easily, like, come in and, like, fit. Well, are you saying that, like, talent-wise or playing style-wise or attitude-wise? Just playing style and attitude. Obviously, the talent's there. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, I think his attitude would be tough. But I do think that since him and Wall played together, him and before, Wall do have a personal relationship, and I do think that's a huge, huge plus. Yeah, I think that would be a thing, and I think that the guys. I think that now, once he's done it with the Pelicans, and he did it well. First couple of games were kind of rough, but then it started looking, started looking pretty. I think that that could be a. Um, that's a. That might have helped Cousins. He might have learned something from um, going to the Pelicans. Yeah. And I think Wall, being the leader and point guard he is, I think that his experience would help him adjust to Cousins too. And, and Brooks, even though I bash Brooks to you, I, he's not a bad coach when it comes to putting in a new player. I've I've bashed him on several occasions as well, so... <laughs> Yeah, but I think if he had a new player, I think he'd be good at inputting them into the offense yeah. well. I, I do. The other option, you know, I, this is if Cousins really wants to play with another Kentucky guy, it was, um, I think it was Milwaukee trying to get him. So Milwaukee's interesting because Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee is like getting a big piece would make them significantly better or supposedly 
make them significantly better. But yeah, I like it, man. They they finally get a big like then they have a lot of bigs or tall bigger players, mm-hmm. but they're they're all like trash. Yeah, I think on paper, if they had, if they got Cousins, they would have one of the best teams in the East on paper. At least starting fives. On the key word, key phrase being on paper. Yes, on paper. Because you never know what you're going to get with Chris Middleton. Yeah, and then, and the other thing is, I didn't, I didn't get to talk about the coaching change on the Bucks. So I'm gonna address that real quick. I know we're really talking about cousins, but I want to say this real fast. They they got Budenholzer, right? The Bucks. Yeah. I think Budenholzer is a really good fit for the Bucks, and I think he's very necessary for um, Greek Freak because Greek Freak when Greek Freak gets to like just run amok on the court and it. The team just gets to standing and watching him, you know, just make a bunch of moves and not be able to take a jump shot, make a bunch of moves, just come through the lane with people already standing in the lane. You know, he holds the ball for a long time. And Budenholzer has been known to have very balanced offenses in Atlanta where you'd have four or five guys, maybe even six guys, having 10, 12 points. No one has more than 20. No one has less than, like, eight, six or seven guys. So I think if he he could figure out how to do that with the Bucks, where you can use Bledsoe, use Greek Freak, use Jabari, use Middleton, and they all eat, everybody eat. Coach of the year at that point. Yeah, he would be coach. He'd be coach of the year worthy, but if he gets that, they would they would have a whole other look on their team, and they would be a lot better. I think. I think he needs to figure out how to do that, and he probably is going to because that's his thing, the balanced offense. So if he does that, and Greek Freak gets, you know, twenty, twenty-five, Bledsoe gives you eighteen, maybe twenty on a really good night, then you get every. If you get ten from everybody else. That usually contributes, you know. They they're on another wave. The yeah, and like we said earlier, the East is wide open. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think our with the way the Bucks are now, just from the new coach, mm-hmm. I think they're. I would be disappointed if they didn't have home court in the first round next year. Just with Bowden holes or nothing else. Yeah. Okay. Because think about it, this team. With no coaching, got to what the seventh seed. Yeah. So now with a structured offense, you get all those scrubs that they have. Like, no, you, you get them easier opportunities. They're they're more clear on what they need to do. Yeah. So they probably more than likely they'll play better. No, you, well, you guys had the seventh seed, right? The Wizards. They had the eighth seed. No, Wizards had the eighth seed. Oh, okay. Because we played Toronto. Raptors had first seed? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you, I, I agree. I think they, they probably could knock the Cavs out of there. <laughs> and they take the Cavs spot in the top four? Easily. Easily. <laughs> if there's a if there's a spot, uh, the playoff spot in the East that's up for grabs, it's that number, uh, what is it, four? Number four spot. So, 
so what about um wanted to address some of the top free agents um, yeah the other one we haven't talked about was uh y- yg tress <laughs> <laughs> for those yeah. of you who don't know that's paul george yeah young tress a pg 13 <laughs> um <laughs> i'm not surprised i'm not that's kind of what I thought was going to happen. Really? Yeah, I, I did. I, I I hoped it didn't happen, but that's what I thought was going to happen. You wanted him to leave? If anything, I wanted him to stay, but everything I saw made me think he was going to leave. I wanted him to leave. Okay. I don't know what else they're going to do there. Just, it's it's going to be a repeat of last year. I feel like it's the exact same thing is going to happen. Melo's is going to be worse. <laughs> Yeah, people really, people really hate on Melo, man. No, I, I, you know, I, I Melo is one of my favorite players ever, but with the team they have, it's not fit for. It's not a good fit for Melo, not to me. I want to give Melo the benefit of the doubt. Uh huh. And I want to see how it looks next year. Because I think Melo's going to hear all this shit that we're saying. I think he's been hearing it. Um, I think this summer he's not just going to, like a fucking idiot, he's not just going to work on, you know, being a bucket. Mm-hmm. He's actually going to work on, like, when he gets in, when he does get an ISO, make a quicker move. Yeah. When you get the ball, maybe sometimes just swing it or drive. Like, you know what I mean? Just... I think he will take a look at what he could do better. Right. I don't think he's selfish enough to where he'll continue to practice those idiotic, like, ISOs that are, you know, ancient at this point. Yeah. Um, We have some breaking news to report on. Lance Stevenson has just agreed to a contract with the Lakers. The duo is You are not... Dude, you're joking. I'm joking? No, Lance Stevenson has joined LeBron on the Lakers. There's going to be a lot of ear blowing in the locker room. Uh, Yo, where are you seeing this? <laughs> that is reported by the Score app. Okay, yeah, that's legit. Lakers have agreed to contract with wing Lance Stevenson. Now, that changes things from what I said about KCP because now the defense at the two spot is not that... You know, I, Lance plays. Lance looks like he plays good defense, but he doesn't really play that good a defense. He played good defense on LeBron because he was really physical, but you know that physical stuff is not gonna matter with C.J. McCollum and some of the guys we named Mitchell and Harden and you know we talked about guys that. But I like Stevenson doesn't mean anything. I like Stevens. Uh, Stevenson's like. I think LeBron. A lot of LeBron's teams have mi- been missing a guy like that. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, I do too. I think so. And it's like, to me, I think LeBron could scale back some of the, you know, the craziness. And if I, I don't know, man, I, I think, I think Stevenson could really contribute next year. But Stevenson is, and. For those who don't know, I I have been a Lakers fan for a long time. I recently stopped liking the Lakers 
But I'm not saying I'm going to bandwagon them again because I'm really not a LeBron fan. But I appreciate the Lakers franchise. I will, I will always be a franchise lover, even though I don't really like the teams all the time. And Lance, is he's showtime. Even though he's not like great, not an all-star, he's a showtime player. There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of highlights just from Lance and LeBron. If no one else, no one else from here on out joins the team, they'll still have a lot of highlights just from Lance and LeBron. Yeah, man. As far as I'm concerned, Lakers are must-watch TV next year. Oh yeah, yeah. With 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 the Lance signing, not the LeBron signing. Exactly, Lance signing makes them Showtime must-watch. You guys. Le- Lance signing, even if he plays like utter garbage, he'll bring him such a profit from the like the amount of viewers he'll draw for the games. Yep. So and the thing good, is, great pickup. I think that, and this is just a thought. I think that Lance had already said he was going to come to LA because I I read this somewhere that Lance was going to come with PG to LA when PG was going to join LeBron in LA. Lance was going to come also. Okay. So Lance might have just said, you know, I'm definitely not coming to OKC. <laughs> so which which I, would have been interesting to see him and Russ. I don't know. I don't know. You got a <laughs> potential, potential explosion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It d- definitely depends on what you consider interesting. If you consider, you know... Someone having a black eye before the game and no one understanding why. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting. That is interesting, yeah. Yeah, I I, I think that he might have, maybe he already bought a crib in L.A. So I'm, yeah, I'm coming out for sure. PG and PG said, you know what, man, I got to stay with Russ. And he said, all right, man, forget you then. I'm joining LeBron. You know, he could have said, that could have been what happened. I don't know. I'm, I'm just speculating. But I... Did read that Lance had already considered joining LA because of PG. So, um, other uh, free agents to DeAndre talk about. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, he he signed right to the Mavericks. Did he sign? <laughs> he's not on the um, free agents left list. Yeah. He's oh wow, he must have to, agreed. Yeah. On his way to Dallas. What does that do for Dallas? It makes him a little better. Yeah, I think so. I mean, not a crazy amount, but it's only a one-year deal. Yeah. Um, I I, like, I think Dallas is a team to watch next year. Though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely. They, they just scooped up Doncic. Yep. Uh, they got I don't know how Doncic and uh, what's his name, North Carolina's finest, are gonna look. Right. Smith Jr. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Um, and then I I know what I'm getting from Barnes. Barnes is like he's one of those quality guys that'll be around for a while, and when he leaves, nobody's gonna say shit. Right. But it's like because when it when he first got his contract, everybody thought he was overpaid. Mm-hmm. But he's proved. I think he's a, like a very, almost an underrated small forward. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. And then like the 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 issue comes from like playing Dirk. Mhm. Because 
if they if winning was their primary concern, let's be real, Dirk wouldn't be playing more than like ten minutes. Yeah. And he can't start. But th- this is it for Dirk anyway. His last year, right? Th- didn't he say he wanted to get twenty? Um, maybe you might be right. Yeah, I, I, but either way, you're right. I agree with you. I think Dirk may have to just start, wave to the crowd, and then he'd be done for the rest of the night. <laughs> that's know. it. He gets his uh, opening shot, and that's it. Yeah, he starts. Maybe get a free throw. You know, go to the basket, do that pump fake, the <laughs> one foot fade away. If he misses it, all right, so it's all good. Yeah. It's um, over for. Him. Is there any other free agents that uh that have signed or are still out there that not signed? Let's go with guys that uh, haven't signed. I noticed you sent me a list. Yeah, um, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> I I don't know why teams would want to get worse, so I completely understand why they don't sign him. Exactly. Um, D. Marcus Smart is interesting. Yeah, he's restricted, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'll be back. Um, Rondo is still out there. Yeah, yeah. Rondo could... Uh, somebody might offer Rondo a lot of money. Uh, if the Lakers have any money left, I, I tell you, he solves their point guard problem. There's a couple but of it, it good... kind of useless having Rondo and LeBron. So. Yeah. Uh... Mm, Zach Levine, oh, he's restricted. There's no way Chicago lets him go. Yeah. So, the only only team I think that would give him money is the two L.A. teams. I don't know who else would, like, really... I mean, I, I guess other teams would, but those are the only teams that I think he would be interested in anyway. I bet, I bet there's a lot of teams looking at J.J. Redick. And another one would be Avery Bradley. I, yeah, I was just about to say Avery Bradley. But real quick, what's D Wade gonna do? Is he playing next year? I think he's gonna come back to Miami for a little, you know, a little tour, like a little Kobe esque tour. Is he? Gonna, he's not gonna join LeBron. Dude, fuck no. <laughs> that shit was so garbage in Cleveland. Why would he come to L.A.? <laughs> D Wade bringing D Wade off the bench just looks weird to me, and it, when they did it in Cleveland, the way they did it, where he was in there and there was like literally no one else out there with him, <laughs> one on five. <laughs> I didn't like that, <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, he would come in and he would he played point guard. Oh, man. When he came in bringing the ball up court, I was like, what is going on with Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, watching, watching D-Wade this year was, was interesting. And then he came to Miami and played like a superstar again. <laughs> Just for like six minutes a game. Game winners, all that. And he acts like he's... I mean, he is old, but he acts like he's older than he is. Like... Like he has to stop playing. Like he's that yeah. old. He's I not mean, that he, old. he he does. He has like had so many injuries. So. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think also another another guy to keep an eye out for is uh, Wayne Ellington. <laughs> yeah, he's a really really good shooter. So yeah, he um, he could definitely bring some really good bench strength. Even if you have like a uh, 
OKC kind of team. Yeah, he's a good guy he, to put in that two spot. I he think. would be perfect. Yeah, where where they could just kick it and he yeah. just cash money. Didn't uh, uh, New York just sign McDermott? Didn't they? No, um, someone else who, signed McDermott. Who signed Doug? I think it was. I don't. I don't want to misquote. I, I mean, I don't want to be wrong. Are you but sure it wasn't the Pacers? The Pacers. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, the Pacers. Uh <laughs> I don't know what that does. They already have Bogdanovich, right? It's just bringing another Bogdanovich in the game. There's not a lot of good small forwards out there. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's kind of messed up if Warriors don't pick Swaggy P back up. But it's their world. Kyle Anderson will be back. Tyree Kevins is doing work for the Grizzlies this year. <laughs> yeah, he was. By himself. Yeah, he was. He was the only person out there for sure. I don't know what happened with Marcus Saul. Yeah. Me neither. The cliff. Right. I think he just like maybe just the the athleticism has caught up to him, you know? Yeah, and the small ball game has caught up to him. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah. He just can't he can't run out there and check Anthony Davis where Anthony Davis normally catches the ball. Right. Yeah. One move and Gasol is still at the three point line, Davis is dunking. Uh I don't really not really good power forwards left either. Beasley may be a wild card for somebody. Um I hope we get, I hope the Knicks pick him back up though. We'll take him back. Uh, <laughs> we'll take him. We'll take anything. Lopez? No? Nothing? I ain't rolling. <laughs> uh, so, what about JaVale McGee? Why is he asking to leave the Warriors? What What else does he want? JaVale McGee's an enigma. I couldn't... I couldn't possibly know know what he wants. The Warriors give him a contract every year. I think they even offered him already this year. He's waiting, waiting on it. You know, maybe somebody else will offer him something, something that draws his attention. But did Dwight not get bought out yet? I'm pretty sure he did. He's not on this list. Montrezl is ahead of Dwight as far as the best centers available. Oh, for sure. Oh, God. it's like no, no, I'm kidding. But uh, Greg Monroe. No, he's he's probably the worst overall player in the, all the lists. Nah, Lynn is pretty bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Alex okay, Lynn. okay, that's fair. Kyle O'Quinn is on here too. It's like <laughs> <laughs> put some respect on Greg Monroe's name. <laughs> Luke Bamute is in here. Oof. I hope Raptors sign Vince Carter so Vince could quit. Just sign him. Let sign him. Put his jersey up there and let him stop. If anything, they can play him. He'll probably help him out. <laughs> yeah. They gotta stop playing that that one athletic dude who's trash. OG, a new. No, no, no. He's okay. No, he's okay. The 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 one they they didn't play him in the playoffs, but during the season he oh, played oh, a lot. Powell. Yeah. But Powell, the thing I don't know what happened because he played great, like. Early in the season, in the end of last season, he played great. Then all of a sudden, he just like 
played like garbage. Like it was one game he was great, next game he was trash. And he's the rest of the year he was trash. He was getting those breakaway dunks and you know, four or five threes in a game right. and stuff. Then I, I don't know what happened to him. I thought he had potential. I really liked him when he was at um UCLA, I liked him. I thought he was gonna be a good pro, but uh I don't know. I think they should let him go. They need a they need a small forward, man. A good small forward, the Raptors. I actually I had planned to talk about the Raptors anyway. So that's a good segue. Um What about him? There's probably not that much to talk about. What's next for them? They're not I haven't heard them talk about any free agents other than Van Vliet, which they got. I haven't heard them talk about anybody else. They're not making any moves. They fired their coach. Yeah, they got a no-name coach now, right? The assistant is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think they'll. um, I think they'll go out in the first round next year. (laughs) What? How high will they be seated? Uh, Probably six. Let's take a wild guess. Throw out six. Six. I think I think they take a step back. They they do, they do what the sixty win Hawks team does. Oh okay, yeah. So the year after that, the Hawks still were okay, but they lost earlier in the playoffs, and then after that, it just it quickly spiraled out of control, which could happen here. But I'm just gonna look at next year. So I was talking to a. Toronto Raptor fan recently and you know she asked me what do I think the Raptors need right and wh- how I feel about the duo and we've talked about this before but I want to address it now since it's free agency and they can do something about it um the Raptors duo is not gonna cut it obviously if you guys I'm pretty any- sure I'm pretty sure the Raptors duo themselves know that at this point right if you guys have never watched the nba game before and you're wondering how good the raptors are i'm about to tell you the raptors will never make it to the finals that's no news flash and the raptors need to unfortunately split up the love affair of DeRozan and lowry and for you Raptors fans, I know that's a scary thought, and it's sad and tragic. Whatever you think, they're brothers, or they, they go, they have Fourth of July cookout together. I, I don't know what else, what they do, but it, they need to stop it. It needs to end. And I'm saying that because I am a DeRozan fan, not really a Lowry fan, but they are too much of equals for them to win a championship. Everyone who knows basketball, if you can think with me for a second, think back. How often has there been two equals on a team that won a championship? When has there, when has there been wonder twins on a championship team? Would David Robinson and Tim Duncan count? Robinson and Tim Duncan? No, because the Spurs, the Spurs don't count at all. Because the Spurs are always a team of a Justice League team led by, 
you know, they're like an X Men team. With Professor X would be Popovich and everyone okay, else that's out fair. there. They're, no, in that case, I just I don't like considering them the same player. Oh, they're not the same player by any means. Okay. But they put out the same production, unfortunately. DeRozan, if DeRozan doesn't get 35, if he only gets 20, a lot of times Lowry also has 20. Or, you know, they don't do anything more than each other consistently. In the championship teams, it's usually a Batman and a Robin. I'm, you know, I know Kyrie doesn't like to hear that. But there was a Batman and a Robin. LeBron was obviously the Batman on the team, right? For sure. And, you know, even in even in the Kobe and Shaq, you know, Shaq at the time was Batman. Then Kobe became, you know, almost Superman for the next team he had. Uh, and uh, the thing is, the Raptors can't, they can't coexist doing the same thing every night. Because when one of them doesn't, the other one just still plays mediocre. Like, they need both of them to play good every night. And not a lot of teams need two players to get 25-plus every night for them to win games. So I think that one of them has to leave. Maybe one of them doesn't have to leave, and they pick up somebody to be Batman, and then both of them play backseat to somebody else. That could work. But But here's my problem with what you're saying. Like, I see what you mean. And I thought, I thought in a way, they did that this year. I thought during the season, Lowry got hurt, and then he came back, and he was just, like, part of the rotation. Like, DeRozan remained, you know, their, their go-to guy yeah, there. But I thought Lowry did take a step back, and he focused on, you know, playing defense, setting oh. up Valanchunas a little bit more. Oh, he did. He definitely did. But the thing is, DeRozan wasn't playing good enough to carry him to be the Batman on the team to carry them for sure and I think neither of them will ever be good enough to do that right that's why I think one of them would have to leave and then get someone who can do that or one of them would have to play a lot better than the other one but then the thing is the way they play together their brotherhood they don't they just don't do that like I, I think DeRozan could take more shots than he does and probably get more points but they don't do that with Lowry at the point guard. I don't know if it's because they don't want to or the coaching. That's just not their game plan. But it just doesn't happen. So I think I think you probably could get something for DeRozan. You know, I think a lot of teams would want DeRozan. So I think if you traded him and got something, someone who would actually play a lot better than everyone else on the team consistently, I think that they would be better off. But I do. I want them to stay together, if they could, and maybe them get somebody else. But then you know, it's like they pl- try to do the balance offense that Budenholzer does. Yeah. But they don't have enough good guys to do it. That's no. What it feels like. It's it's like they have three guys that can do it every night, and you got the CJ Miles sometimes just doesn't even get ten points. Often doesn't get ten points. <laughs> Right, and then quite often, Ibaka often doesn't get ten points. Ibaka is one of the the blames for me because he just he he looks like he stopped like working on his game. 
<laughs> his jump shot's man. inconsistent. Someone told Ibaka he could shoot, and Ibaka stopped playing every other part of basketball other than shooting. Shooting jump shots, and he can't shoot. And he still takes threes all the time. You know, he's he hits them every once in a while, and people think, oh, Ibaka's a great three-point shooter, but he's not. And he keeps shooting them because people keep telling him that. I, I, if it was the first time I ever seen Ibaka play, there was no way you could convince me that he led the league in blocks before. Oh no 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 not at all. There's no way you would be able to tell me. Oh yeah, he used to lead the league in blocks. No, there's no way I would think that. He doesn't even get five rebounds sometimes. So again, probably often. Right. So when Budenholzer was first available, I hoped that the Raptors got him and he worked his magic with them and figured out how to make them do what they I feel like they were trying to do and maybe he would make it better. But I thought in a way Dwayne Casey did that this year, this past year. Yeah, but they they couldn't do it consistently. And when they came to big games, they couldn't do it. But I don't think a coach is going to be able to fix that. In big games, yeah. Uh, maybe I. I don't. I think it, even when the Hawks lost big games, they still had balanced scoring. They just weren't better than the other team. Okay. In the in the playoffs, but it, but when Toronto loses big games, Drozen has twenty, Lowry has fifteen, Valchunas has ten, and no one else has ten over ten. They have like no chance to win if no, or Van Vliet has like the next highest points with like five, right? Yeah, or he hit two threes. He maybe has six. That's the that's the thing. I, they had no on court leader because they had two co captains on the team. Yeah. I, th- I think most teams, the really good teams, have a very clear cut captain of the team. I I don't think. I'm not saying that that like matters in winning every game because you know Suns might have a clear cut captain, but they still lose every game, <laughs> and Hawks might have a clear. I I would think Schroeder was a clear cut captain on the Hawks. They still lost all the time, but when you have a good team, it takes a good leader to lead a good team. You know, I'm with or you. else, you know, or else the um, Thunder would have won. All the time when they had the three MVPs on the team. You know, they would have won a lot more games if they had a good leader on the court. They just didn't. And they didn't have a good leader as a coach either. Shots fired at Russ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shots fired. It is what it is. Uh, I think, I just think the Raptors are just, they're one of those teams that are going to be stuck. Yeah, they, they need to blow it up. They really do. Unfortunately. I liked watching them play, but I think it's pretty much curtains. <laughs> They've the peaked. Yeah, they peaked, yeah. That number one seed is their peak, and that's it. Like you said, the, like the Hawks get the number one seed, you know, really, really, really good record and are trash in the playoffs. Um, let's see, what who else did I want to talk about? You got any more free agents-wise? Not really. Uh, 
ba- Big Three last Friday was pretty lit. Shout out to Big Three. I'm I'm really starting to get into it more and more. <laughs> I really like what they're doing. I'm probably gonna be shouting them out every weekend. Who had the uh, top performance last week? Well, who scored the most? I don't know. Uh, who who was your favorite performer? But my favorite performer, which uh, a little bit of a throwback, Sweet Lou. <laughs> Good old Richard <laughs> Lewis. Yeah, Bucket. He was he was working because they were really trying to like get in his shit. Uh huh. Because if you watch it, like they they call fouls, but they they let you get away with a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, man, Richard Lewis was, like, struggling, struggling, and then he just started going the fuck off. Yeah, uh, well, that's for and sure. I, I was a Richard Lewis fan for a long time. Yeah, I liked Richard a lot. He was a, he was a good player. Fun to watch, too. When he got hot, really fun to watch. That quick, yeah. quick trigger. Um, yeah, I think that's it for... Oh, uh, in soccer news! Russia made it to the quarterfinal. I was pretty high. They beat Spain. Oh wow! Spain is fifth in the world rankings. Russia is seventieth. So, uh, Germany won it last year. Germany won it in twenty fourteen. Oh, twenty fourteen. They're and they're out. Yeah, they didn't even make it to the I guess playoffs or the elimination run like stage. Yeah. So. It's going to be a new, well, and Ronaldo and Messi, both of them. Yep. Folded. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Oh, I, I did want to say, um, I thought I wanted to say something. Maybe not. But, um, yeah, what else about the um, World Cup you got? No, that's it. I was just, I was excited because Russia, like, everybody thinks they suck and they're playing well. Yeah, that that is that's exciting. It's exciting every time there's a new winner, you know. Yeah. Someone else claims the takes the crown. Oh, I, I do want to talk about one little piece of drama. Um So the Suns waved Tyler Eulis. Yes, I saw and it made their franchise player very unhappy. Yeah, I wonder how unhappy. Similar, similar with Portland. Portland had a similar issue. Yeah, they let yeah. Ed Davis go, and both the whole the the back court was unhappy. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, it's kind of LeBron kind of did this, I think, giving the players so much control as far as like their feelings matter. Yeah, now. I, well, I, maybe even Shaq. Shaq might have started it with the feelings thing. Shaq's feelings often depicted their, uh, you know, decisions, team decisions, and Kobe's feelings. Both their feelings, you know, changed decisions as far as the team. Right. Um, made, took action. So then now LeBron has all the, has all of this. Uh, you know, decision making now from the player's perspective is big. So I, we'll, I guess we'll see what happens with Booker and um. I know that Booker asked, well, Booker inquired about himself being traded for Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, so he could play with Towns. So uh, 
that could be something we see in the future. Possibly, if he's really... Yeah, Devin Booker's a guy to keep your eye out on, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I didn't I didn't notice, by the way, uh, Jokic re-signed with the Nuggets. Yeah. Max contract. I think he's... I'm I'm not I'm not ups- I'm not mad at him. I get it. Mhm. I see you, I see the trick. him for staying there? The tr- I mean I don't care but that's like his call, you know. I I wouldn't have cared where he went. Right. But I like that the Nuggets see the potential because I I see that too. Right. Yeah. Uh, I like his game. They're like they're like one veteran away from being serious. Yeah. Yeah, they're one veteran away from being like legit. I I think I think they if they had sneaked into the playoffs, they could have given like they would have given the Warriors more trouble than the Spurs did. They would have gave Houston more trouble than Minnesota too. Yeah. They would have gave Houston at least I mean, they were what? Games. They they missed the playoffs by one game. Yeah. Well, then they they the they played Minnesota, they right? On for the for the playoffs. Yeah. Right, right, right. I remember, like, Towns was crying and shit after the game. Yeah, crying to get ready for the garbage for basketball he was going to display in the playoffs. Anyway, beside the point. Right. Well, we should, um, we should uh, transition. <laughs> yeah. From uh, one goat to another. One goat to... Another. I want to. I want to touch on a few. What? I want to touch on a few minor albums that I checked out before Drake dropped. Okay. Um. I I listened to Tiana Taylor's album. Yeah. Not very good. You don't think it was good? Not a fan. I I don't think it was bad. It's just I'm not a fan. Right, yeah. It was one of those personal things. Like, I was listening to it, and I heard it a couple times. Hey, uh, it, it got... A lot of people were liking it, man. Yeah, like, I know. It's, the, the thing is, I Tiana see why you would really, like it. Tiana has a really strong fan base. And it still is Good Music's best album this year for me. I don't know. I might give Pusha T a slight edge, but this is this was good. What else? What else did I check out? I checked out uh, Dizzy Wright. <laughs> don't okay. tell me it can't be done I don't know how I found it it came out a while ago this year but it came out like a while ago uh-huh. uh huh it's it's good very good it's got a nice song with Kid Ink got a really cool song with Logic uh he's, he's a good rapper I've, I've heard him he's popped up here and there but yeah I've heard some of his freestyles and stuff um and what's the name of it uh, don't tell me it can't be done. Okay. And it's short, seven songs, twenty-five minutes. So doesn't take right. the uh, the two big albums I checked out, other than Scorpion, was um, Expectations. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know how to say her name. I don't want to fuck it up. Is it Bebe? Uh, I don't know. Rexa, whatever. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I don't know if it's BB or Bebe. I don't know. I call her BB, but 
Rexa, we'll say. Yeah, let's go yeah. with Rexa. It's, it's a very good pop album. If you're a fan of pop, if you're a fan of like radio fun fun music, yeah, this is is very good. And the, the features all come to play. Quavo is nice. Mm. Actually, she has really good. They like Quavo and her played off each other really well. Uh, yeah, I did. I liked that song a lot, the Quavo song. Yeah, uh, Tory Lanez is good. Yeah. Speaking of guys who've been popping up all over the place, Tory Lanez is pretty sure he's getting another album ready. His feature game is crazy right now. Yeah, he's popping up all over the place. That Spanish song. Yeah. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 going he's going in with his feature game. But yeah, Expectations is a fun album. If if you're looking, if you're looking for music to check out, and Drake's wasn't doing it for you, uh, there's yeah. music out there. In the last one that I checked out, and this one was random again. I just like found this randomly. Have you ever listened to Lecrae? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he Lecrae dropped the huge at my. Uh, I went to. Christian school in high school and Lecrae was like yeah well Lecrae dropped a project with Zaytoven it's called uh, let the trap say amen (laughs) it might make my top 10 of the year wow that's that's big it's the energy's good on every song Uh um the the features are, are like there's you know they're not big names like Waka Flocka is on there, uh, twenty four hours I'm pretty sure that's he's on Drake's label. Twenty four hours, yeah. Um, and a couple other guys that nobody know really knows. Twenty four hours is an acquired taste. Yes. Yeah. But um yeah man it's good the energy's really good I just. The rapping is all, all the bars are good. The uh, Zaytoven, all the beats are, are fun. So, okay, just a lot, a lot of solid music out there. All right. So please, please to all the all the Drake stands, and I know how you feel because we're about to get to it. <laughs> but don't don't limit your uh, your taste. Yeah, don't don't definitely. Don't let these twenty five songs that we're about to discuss. Uh, <laughs> blind you from everything else that's going on if you have any time left in your day <laughs> definitely hit something else up if anything if you're looking for a song Wiz Khalifa Sway Lee dropped a great song together very good hopeless romantic yeah Meek is back <sighs> Meek is back yes yeah uh, if you guys didn't see him at the BET Awards he went in previewed the new song he dropped um um news on javel mcgee uh-huh he agreed to sign with the lakers <laughs> wow that doesn't the lakers are becoming more and more must watch by the by the minute yeah it's definitely lob city right there for sure okay but anyway all right let's get the scorpion enough beating around the bush right do you want to cover any other small, uh, any other projects? Nah. <laughs> I don't think Scorp- so. I got a lot of shit to say about Scorpion. So much on my plate, I gotta delegate. Baco pass a drug test, we gotta celebrate. Drake, Drake had a whole different kind of energy. 
this time. This this album is different. <laughs> it's different. It's uh, it's the, it's the same, but it's different. Like it is. He he found a way to be creative. If you had to describe this album in one word, maybe a few words, what would you what would you call it? Ooh, I'd call it. I definitely call it versatile. That's a um, good one. I I just said great experience. <laughs> great experience. I like that. Okay. Talk now. Look, I'll be honest. I when I listened to it, I was afraid that because we, you know, we had originally planned to do a podcast like Thursday, I think it was. Yeah. And or maybe Friday, and I had listened to it once, and I thought after hearing it one time, I thought I wouldn't have any other chances to listen to it. Uh huh. And the first time I heard it, I gotta be honest, I thought it was pretty bad. Wow. The okay. F- Part A, part A really like, part A reminded me of J. Cole almost, where it was kind of like, bo- <laughs> <laughs> bear, bear with me, hold on, oh, man. <laughs> bear with me, <laughs> it just didn't capture my attention, I don't know if I was, if maybe it was something personal, maybe I was tired or wasn't feeling it. <laughs> But part yeah. A really like let me down. I was like, man, this just just didn't draw me in at all. Okay. Um, <laughs> Continue. Now, wait, 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 wait. Let me share my first listen experience. Let's let's go through the timeline together, back and okay. forth with the timeline. Okay. Uh, I'm sitting at my friend, my friend's house, and um, you know, I'm. It's about eleven forty-five Thursday night. I'm on the computer refreshing hoping that the drake you know leaked right I, I look for leaks i'm a leak you know i'm a uh, music plumber as they call um then eleven <laughs> fifty nine came around refresh refresh 12 o'clock hit refresh bang there it is well probably like 1201 it was Good right there scorpion right there yeah so i download i went to it it says zero downloads. I was I was download number one. Downloaded it. You know. Me and him, we ran out to the car. Quit. He's also a Drake fan. Ran out to the car. Got in. Drove to a empty parking lot. Turned the bass up. And we just we just sat and we just listened, right? We analyzed a little bit. Actually we didn't analyze. We just took it in. Just wanted to see. Let the bass beat, you know, hard, the sub. And I was like, man, who is this guy? Like, who? I, I, I get Pusha T, you know, came for him, but, like, I liked that the energy started early. I think I liked that at first, because I was like, okay, yeah, we're here. And then, you know, I knew that it was half singing, half rapping, right? You know, in a way, half singing, half rapping. So then I was like, okay, yeah. Then, you know... Guys playing upset. I skipped those. I just want to hear the new stuff. Yeah. So, um, I when I first listened to it, I was like, uh, yeah, I'll probably forget these songs, right? And I was like, yeah, let me just pick two that I could bang, right? Because I was like, because I don't hear a lot that I want to hear again. I'll first listen. So that was me. I was like, yeah, you know, I was looking forward to seeing what he did with Mike. 
uh, you know, Michael Jackson and Static Major, you know, tied to all the time. I was looking right. forward to all that. And I was like, yeah, let me just see a couple that I want to replay because I really didn't think I was going to replay a lot of it. So that's my f- first listen experience. I First listen, I gave it like a five, maybe a six out of ten. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, okay. Continue with your next listen. Okay, so granted, on my first listen, I already assumed part B was flawless. <laughs> from from the first from the first song, which we'll get into like favorite songs a little bit later, but okay, part B was flawless from the f- opening sound. <laughs> okay. Um, and I come back to it, and now I'm a little. I guess I, I came back to it not maybe like a few hours after my first listen, mm-hmm. and I, I started replaying part A. You know, I'm, I'm sticking with it in order, and I'm just starting to pick up on these songs a lot more and what they're saying that they actually sound really good. And then I, you know, the flow is not that boring. I mean, a couple of them. There's a few songs that are like you know maybe not. They don't really stand out. Yeah. But they're still great filler songs to go through the album with. Right. Um, and the more... And I I finished it the second time, and this time, you know, I liked every song I heard. Um, and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wow, this, this is... He found a way to... He did, like, you could tell it's Drake, but yet this album is fresh in terms of, oh, I've heard this from his other five albums, like, uh, this is like, I thought he would bring something new, but he he did. I think he stayed true to, like, what he's good at, mm-hmm. and he played to his strengths better than ever before, in my opinion. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> I uh I appreciated the energy he gave us. Well, this is what I thought after the second listen. I was like, "You know what? This is the Drake that I and bear with my, you know, bear with me in how I state this. But this is the Drake I fell in love with from the beginning." Like I felt like second, especially disc two, he took me back to the singing that I really appreciated on So Far Gone and on uh, Heartbreak Drake and Way Back. That is, it felt like, you know, it felt like this was like his first, <laughs> it felt like this was his first album after So Far Gone. That's how it felt. It felt like this was him. Like he really, yeah, like this is who he is. And I'm not saying that the other albums are not who he is, because I think they are. But Take I think this care is was one definitely of the first like a personal side. Yeah, and I think he got the singles out of the way, and I think he, those were the ones he wanted people to like, and you know, yeah, those are like the radio bangers. The yeah, and then nothing else on here is worried about the radio. And I think that's one thing that I realized quick. I'm like, man, this he's really not even looking. For y'all to like this, like, you know, he's not looking for popularity with these. Drake seemed like he really had fun and really got his feelings out. 
Well, Half granted, granted with the streaming numbers, he probably knows he doesn't have to. Right, that too. So he really but got let's, out. Let's what stick he to the to positive. Yeah. 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 I. I, <laughs> I like it a lot. What's your What's your rating of it now, though? Well, third listen, I went. Well, my third listen was like inconsistent. I like came back to it, and it was kind of like on shuffle. Mm-hmm. Um. This album's a classic. It's a classic? It's a classic. Drake gave us every piece of emotion and feeling you can like want to have. You know, he, he gave us anger. He gave us sadness. He gave us, you know, bedroom song with Final Fantasy was fire. He gave us you know, women empowerment. He gave us male empowerment. He gave us, I gotta do this for my kids. He gave us, I gotta do this for my city. He gave us everything you could ask for was in this album. Like, seriously. If you never heard Drake, I used to say, if you never heard Drake, you should listen to um, Take Care. And you get a little bit of everything of Drake. Like, if you don't know, if I... If I was telling someone who had never listened to Drake before, and they said, well, who is that guy? I would say, you know, check out his album, Take Care, you know, because he sings, he raps, he does everything on there. But now, right now, if someone said, who is Drake? I would say he's... Pointing at Scorpion. He's the Scorpion. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, Drake is, I mean... Listen to Scorpion. He everything you want, everything he has in his game, he let out. The lines, I mean, he did it all. He definitely did. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Drizzy, ten out of ten. As I as I said last time, Post Malone. I'm glad you had fun, you know, <laughs> with your little records, but it's over with. It's time for Daddy to step back up uh, to the plate. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, I hope you had a good time, celebrated. Is it true that all 25 songs are iTunes top 25? I do, they're not, no. I Well, hey, that's what I heard, that that's what maybe it was going to Maybe it was like when the, the day it dropped. Yeah, or maybe it's hip-hop, maybe hip-hop it is. Maybe, I don't know. yeah. But... The uh the Cardi B I like it song is still really popular, but I guess is that oh, yeah. is that a hip hop song? I mean I guess it is. Yeah it is yeah, yeah so. that song is hard too, but uh give me your top five. I almost when I before we recorded I was thinking I need to be ready with my top five, but I was like can I only pick five? <laughs> this twenty five song. A lot of these songs they. Uh, like part a lot of part A blends in into one in a, yeah. in a good way yeah and, and you know what I'm Upset sounds a lot better on the album yeah cause like I didn't I, like I I'm Upset I thought that too yeah I didn't like I'm Upset before but then now when I hear the album I hear the other production I hear his energy I'm Upset like fits perfectly in there well, I shouldn't say perfectly. I still don't really like it that much. But it fits into the album now. Now I get it. Like, now I'm not... It's not bad anymore to me when it's on the album. But it, I would have picked a different single. 
but the way he picked it and the way he let it out and you know the video was cool with the Degrassi and then now it being on the album it, it, I think it was a good move it was you know Drake is a strategy genius yeah so top five that's tough I I know my number one okay I guess I'll, I'll estimate I'll go f- five I'll go uh, don't matter to me uh, okay. there's, a, there's a cool Michael Jackson popping in there that was, that was cool okay I thought Michael Jackson like the the audio he used didn't you know it wasn't crazy it, it wasn't just, overwhelming yeah but it was good right it, it was still a Drake song that's what I was worried about I'm like is yeah. he really gonna have like a Michael Jackson song on his album yeah it was Michael Jackson's audio fit the Drake song yeah. It wasn't Drake just hopping in, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I'll put that at five. At four, <coughs> I'll go nonstop at four. Okay. Um, at three, I like Blue Tint. Blue Tint reminded me of like that Ice Melts, like one of those kinds of songs. Yeah, it was the same producer, too. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, I like when he goes for one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my number two... My number two is Jaded. Mm-hmm. And my number my number one, clear-cut number one, was Peak. Really? The Peak? Fir- okay. first song of the part two. So you had... You had one on part one? Yeah. Wow. Now, okay. don't get me wrong. In part one, I really liked... Uh, I really liked Can't Take a Joke. I liked 8 out of 10. I really liked the Jay-Z song. Yeah, that energy... Uh, when that energy came in, I was like, whoa. What's going on here? But I liked it. Yeah, it was yeah, tough. The Jay-Z tough. song probably is at 6 for me. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I I don't know, man. Like I said, a lot of these songs blended in in a good way, where the sound was just kind of like playing, and I didn't, I wasn't like keeping an eye out or oh, like the song is gonna switch. I was just listening to it, you know. Yeah. What about you, though? Um, my top five. I'm gonna go with fifth. I'm gonna say. Uh. <laughs> I'll go with Final Fantasy is my fifth. Okay, that's a good one. Um, fourth, I'm gonna go Emotionless. Okay, I like that Emotionless. He talks some real, real stuff in there. Uh, third, Sandra's Rose. Lines. Not a fan. No, I like I like the lines in that in that song. It's I like good, his lyrics. He's good filler song, but it's probably in the bottom of my list. Wow, that's crazy. You you were feeling the second second disc for the ladies. I feel you. You were you were in a different space. You were in Drake's space with the second disc. I guess I was, yeah. (laughs) Uh, That was third, I said? No, I was second. Uh, Yeah, I'm on second. You're on second, yeah. Yeah, uh, Elevate is probably my second. Okay, that's a good one. And then, um, I'm going to go Elevate is my first. And In My Feelings is my second. In My Feelings. I thought about putting that one in my top five. <laughs> it, this is one of those albums that 
no two people will, will probably have the same top five. Right. Very few. And the cool thing about it is, it's also I think one of those albums where like my top songs on it will change yeah. over time. Yeah, I think mine probably will too. Cause, you know, it, it's hard not to like Drake's outro songs, like this one, March Fourteenth. I mean, it was cool. It's not something that I don't think anyone's gonna put in their top five. But um, is there more when Drake just talks about the all that glitters ain't gold kind of thing that he does on every outro? It's tough. I mean, it's always good. It's not like always a top five record, but he always brings it for the outros somehow. Definitely does. He saves his good stuff for the outros. And Jaded Jaded is probably my sixth. It's definitely on my like honorable mention. Jaded is. Jaded is tough. Yeah, Um, man. What about, do you have a least favorite? Is there any song that does kind of like you know, it's it's. I guess it's a blemish on the perfect record. I think he could have skipped Ratchet Happy Birthday, um, but it's. I don't know if it's a blemish. Uh, After Dark is just okay. I I think he could have came more correct with the first song with Survival. I he could he, have. Yeah, I didn't think he came as hard as he normally does on outro. I mean, on intros, he usually brings it on intros more than that. I would probably say that would be my. What did you think of Mob Ties? Mm. That's that. It's too late for all that one. A little forgettable. Yeah. Yes, it's okay. The hook was kind of annoying at one point. So. Yeah, it was. But, uh, yeah, other than that, though, I, I think this album is perfect. <laughs> yeah, I think that even the low songs, you know, I, even the songs we're saying that are, like, our low ones, I still don't really skip. Right. Honestly, and honestly, the only, I don't like summer games either. I, I skip summer games, but it's not because, like, I don't think it's good and peak. It's not because I don't think they're good. It's just because, like... I just don't want to hear them. <laughs> but I think that certain times I do listen to them. I'm like, yeah, I'm letting this letting this run. But like in shuffle, like if it goes from eight out of ten, and uh, like I get a can't take a joke, and then Pete comes on, I'm skipping Pete, and I'll, I'll come back to it after I get some more of the singing. That's that's fair. Yeah, it's like that. So that's only when I shuffle. If if I listen to it straight through, though, I'm definitely letting Pete. Right. Um, summer games. Summer games might be my only skip, consistent skip. Yeah, man. But, I, I couldn't. Those first three: Peak, Summer Games, and Jaded. I think it is. Yeah. Man, I was like Shh, flawless. <laughs> he he came with it. Man. I he I knew part of, from those three songs. I was like, part two is gonna be flawless. It was pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, yeah. Part two might be flawless. It's all flawless, really. <laughs> to be real, like it's no nothing is really garbage. Twenty five for twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, man. I think I think if if you're a Drake fan, he gave you what you're looking for and more. Yeah. Uh, and I think he does that every every project practically. 
Yeah, at least, at least to an extent, with some maybe a little less than others. But yeah, um, I want to, I want to address one thing about this album. Um, who was, uh, who was finesse about? I want to know that. Was that the one with Nicki Minaj coming in? No, that was uh, how you feel. Finesse was. Oh, I got you. Finesse, finesse, yeah, I'm gonna turn everything up. Yeah, who, who yeah. is this about? Oh, yeah. yeah. You're better at those that type of stuff than I am. Well, I will say this. I, I think that, what is the one? Jaded could be about India Westbrook. I'm not, I'm not sure. If you're not familiar with India Westbrook, you guys should look her up. Her and Drake supposedly had some flings. Uh, Drake has a lot of supposed flings. Right. Uh, but she's young. You know, he talks about the young thing and um, Jaded. And uh, she dates a lot of music. He says, you know, your man does the same thing I do and all that in, in these songs. You know, I think that could be one thing. It could be her he's talking about, but I don't think he's really that caught up on her. The other thing was, um, finesse could be about uh, Riri a little bit. If you if you look into it, like you know, look too deep into it, like I do. But uh, I don't know. If you guys are listening, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Who you guys think Drake songs are about? Even some of the the rap songs on the first disc. When he's going at people's heads, you know. Who, I w- I want I think it's cool to figure out who it is, cause Drake. I don't think Drake ever makes generic songs. No, for sure. He, I think Drake. When that. Drake is writing something, he's writing about somebody or about something. So I, I, I you know, there is somebody out there. It's about, but who? I don't know. So yeah, bottom line for me is I think Drake. Album of the year. I don't think so. Not album of the year? So far, yeah. Uh, are you I saying th- that someone th- could beat it? I think there's there's some potential incoming that they can win. Uh, yeah. Plus, plus, I'm we're we're kind of still judging. I mean, it's only been what like four days, three yeah. three days. I think you know. So I've had times when I think an album is great, then I come back to it after a few days or a few weeks, and it. Just it doesn't have that same. I don't know. I just don't have that same like appreciation for it. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Uh, so far, it is album of the year, though, right for you? Yeah. Current album of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> what else? What's left to talk about with music? Anything? Uh, what's, what's incoming? Iggy. (laughs) Come on. Iggy Azalea is coming. Ariana Grande is coming. But that's August, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm just name, I'm just throwing some names out there. Nicki Minaj. Nothing is coming, like, really, like, next next week week or or two. Okay. Just, just Iggy's next week. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I'll give a chance to. Um, Gorilla's dropped. Yeah. Huh. Did you, did you hear it? Yeah, yeah. I um 
Yeah, I talked about it on the. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The yeah. now, now. It was okay. No, I'm, I I didn't love it. I'm not a major Gorillas fan though, but right. I wasn't. I'll uh, I'll check out Gravity Bullet for my Valentine. Okay. I'm a little bit of. There's certain bands like I I I loved Breaking Benjamin's uh, album from like a month ago. Okay. But there's like certain bands that I'll check out, but usually not. Uh, other than that, uh, should I check out Juice World? <laughs> Just saying, Juice World makes me laugh. No, I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to. So you might as well. Yeah, no fair. offense to Juice World and Juice World fans. I just don't want to hear it right the second. Uh, I saw. I mean, this was a little bit a minute ago, but um, Tory Lanez dropped a song with Rich the Kid. Yeah. Yeah. How's that sound? <laughs> I mean, how exactly how you think it's gonna sound? Okay. If you get if you have a decent imagination. Oh, Wiz Khalifa has a song with problem, gin and drugs. Another interesting. Is, That's an interesting um, connection. When is um, when is Rolling Papers two coming? Because I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm not aware of a date. Uh, that means not for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless it, I don't, I don't, I don't think Wiz Khalifa is one of those. I think he's gonna drag it out, you know, market oh, no, he, the he, fuck out of it. There's a date, um, July thirteenth, so two weeks. Oh, okay. There we go. There, that's something we can look forward to. I'm, I'm actually really excited to hear an album from him. Because mm. he's been popping up doing good things. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I hope he does good things. So. I'm a I'm a I'm a Wiz fan. He's been doing a lot of weird things too. Well, you know, he's been around a while, so I can't I can't shit on him too much for trying new shit. Right. Boxing and. <laughs> he does. He does look fit now. He looks. He looks. He pretty, does. Yeah, he's pretty... starting to fit suits now. Yeah. The shoulders are actually fitting now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did notice that. We see you, Wiz. We see you out there. <laughs> All right, here's a quick, here's a snippet for you. Oh yeah, I'm rolling with this already. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you you can imagine Tori's energy on air. <laughs> Rich yeah, the it's, kid's it's, a good energy guy too. He is, yeah, and I don't think he's a good artist, but he when he has his, if you give him a, a allotted amount of time, he may give you something fantastic in a short amount of time. Yeah, did you listen to his album by the way? His um, I don't remember the name, but he Rich the Kid dropped an album like maybe a month or two ago. Oh, Rich the Kid's album, yeah, I did. How was that? I'm not a fan of Rich the Kid, so I'm. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to say anything about it. <laughs> That's fair. It's just, it seems like he really relied on the hits on there. Yeah, I remember that Kendrick, uh, that Kendrick song was really blowing up more than it should have been. <laughs> yeah. Was so it New, I, New I, Freezer? Yes. Yeah, New Freezer. Yep. Yeah. And then Plug Walk, and then um. 
he got the one, lost it with Quavo and Offset. It it just it just seemed like if he didn't have the hits on there, I don't know how much people would listen to it. But it's pretty. It's not bad. It's not bad. It has some songs that you can replay for sure. But it's just not. I'm just not a fan of his, so I I don't listen to it often. But I hit the few songs that I like on there every once in a while. Got you. It's one of those. Yeah. Um. Real quick. Uh. Are you good with music? You done with music? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's all I've heard. Yeah, we could. Uh. What about the movies? Is there any? I have I have seen a couple movies lately. Yeah, let's hit those. I watched. I checked out. Um. Incredibles two, uh huh. I, I I like it. Yeah. Bro, it wasn't um, it wasn't too like kid you know kid friendly. Right. Uh, it, it had you know things for adults to to get out of it the, the humor. And you were a big fan of the first one. Uh, not I wasn't a huge fan. I was a fan. I liked it. Okay. My my thing. I'm I'm very random with animated movies. Like they'll. they'll There'll be like a year where I'll just ignore them. Mm-hmm. But then like sometimes I just I don't know, I get back into it and they they can be really good. Done when when done right, they can be really good. Right. Okay. And Incredibles two is re- is really good. Right. Okay. Um, check it out. Another one I saw uh Oceans Eight. Mm-hmm. It was cool. I, you know, I'm not a huge, you know, it's all women. It's a remake. It's kind of a, not a re- it's, it's like a unofficial, s- kind of? yeah, it's a spinoff of the Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. It's about Danny Ocean's, like, sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was a little nervous because it's all chicks and I'm a bigot. Well, no, I'm kidding, but <laughs> I just thought it would be weird, you know? Yeah, yeah. But but they they did good. They had good chemistry. Uh, the chemistry is nowhere near as good as it was in Ocean's Eleven. Right. But I thought the the, the heist was cool. I thought the overall like the way the story progressed was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it took a couple a couple of like small twists that were pretty creative that I liked. So it, if you're a fan of like heist movies or like like crime comedy type movies this this one's a must see okay a lot of people are missing it i feel like it it doesn't seem like it's making any money so yeah you know i think they they didn't really have any like superstars in there per se um yeah they could have used maybe uh i'm trying to think like who could they have thrown in there like i think sandra bullock was perfect for ocean for the main character Mm-hmm. Maybe the the other chick, the other British Kate, the one that played in Thor. Yeah, yeah. Kate Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Uh, she she looked a little out of place because I, I she's usually a little more serious, a little uh, you know, she's a little more of a serious actress than a lot of the other people in there. So right, and a lot of them weren't actresses, which is the other thing that's kind of yeah. Uh, would I think could add to the chemistry being kind of weird, because not everyone is actually a actor. Yeah, the the Asian chick, like the right. like the what is she like a YouTube star, or Instagram star, or whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. 
She was. Right. She, some of her like jokes were a little, a little awkward. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Rih- Rihanna was cool. Rihanna did her thing. I mean, they didn't. You know, she didn't have too many lines, but <laughs> that was probably probably a smart move. <laughs> I think they just get put her in movies to bring people to the movies. People like me to come to the movies. <laughs> like you, here, <laughs> Rihanna's must see. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I that's didn't fair. see that this time, but next one I'll I'll catch with Rihanna. <laughs> um, yeah, let's... I watched. Go I watched. Ahead. Uh, what was that show? Bates Motel. I watched ah. all the way through that just to see Rihanna in the last season of it. <laughs> right, right, right. I remember she was. A, my mom was a big fan. I remember she told me about it. Yeah, I was like Rihanna's in that, and I hadn't seen it yet, so I was like, oh yeah, I'm binging this. Watched it all the way through just to make sure. Got to see her in there. She did good in that, though. But um, I'm trying to hit up uh, Luke Cage season two. Mhm. But I heard I heard a lot of negative things about it. I did too. And that's really I like. Did too. I'm starting to get to that point where it's like, man, I'm gonna put twelve episodes worth of time. You know, and you're not even going to be good? Like, I can't do it. That's a lot of time to lose. Marvel is getting destroyed on the TV by DC. I don't think they're getting destroyed. Pretty much. Destroyed? They keep coming out with these one season, these shows that don't last for more than one season. What they have, The Gifted... Well, the, 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 X, the X-Men stuff is, is... I'll give you that. That's trash. Yeah, but I'm saying this is Marvel stuff overall. DC, but I think the Netflix the stuff shows, has been good. Oh yeah, Netflix stuff has been good. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Except but, Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Finn Jones for being not very good at as an Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron Fist. I'll yeah, give him. I'll give it to him. He was much better in the Defenders. And he was uh, still kind of whack, and that to me. Yeah, but so. I, Defenders was was kind of hard to do because it was like it's so weird to be in like real life the stuff yeah, that they that happens. Yeah, they're, they're so realistic with it that it's hard to it's hard to go with some of the scenarios they create. Yeah, exactly. Like, especially especially Daredevil, and I like Daredevil, but the stuff Daredevil does him and other people with you know no offense to any blind people out there but it's it's really hard to believe some of the stuff he does in like real life it's like if they made more of the show less realistic it would be better of yeah. all those shows yeah but because everything else is realistic except for just like the one person there <laughs> it makes it kind of weird for me yeah but the, overall I'm saying Marvel all the DC shows are like coming out and like all being lasting a long time all of them yeah I heard Arrow Arrow ended on quite the high note Arrow Flash Supergirl Legends of Tomorrow you know they're all just like and then now they got the new uh, Superman um, what is it called Krypton I think it's called oh it's yeah sci-fi now I think so yeah what is that like I haven't heard anything about it I didn't. I didn't watch it yet, but um, yeah, I, I heard 
few people I know that watched it said it was pretty cool, but they just may not keep watching it. So I, I don't know. That's I, that's the thing for sci-fi. The channel. Yeah, like a lot of them. They're, they're like I I often judge like shows by their networks because they have a similar tone a lot of the time. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Like AMC AMC shows are are very similar usually. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like they usually move at a slower pace. They build the characters like very very vividly. Uh, they take they're time. Gory. Yeah, a lot of the time they they're gory. Yeah. Um Yeah, they do take their time for sure. Uh, and the FX kind of has all dark humor. Not yeah. really funny, but it's kind of supposed to be funny. But it's not. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. They do have a similar theme. But um, I I think overall, DC has like longer. DC has shows that I would want to rewatch, and I I don't really want to see the Marvel shows again. That's that's fair. Yeah, I could give you that. Yeah, that's why I think they're doing a lot better. But then but then Marvel's you know obviously murdering them in the box office <laughs> just just beating them down yeah <laughs> it's almost worthless it, like dc almost might as well stop making movies because if they're really trying to compete their their extended universes is a shell compared to uh what marvel's got going on and yeah exactly it really is like at the, what what more can they really do <laughs> with the Justice League, there's. I mean, I don't know. They tried Green Lantern. <laughs> there, they got Aquaman coming in the fall. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, I'm saying like with more than one hero in the movies, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and Wonder Woman I, two is coming. That's, that's what I. Good. That's what I want. I want them to take their time. I want them to to give us the Aquaman movie, the Flash movie. Another Wonder Woman movie, maybe a Cyborg if the others go well. I think I'm good without a Flash movie. I I could survive without. I, it's almost like the shows. I don't like them using different people on the shows in the movies. Yeah, but I, it's like a licensing thing or a uh, what is it, property like ownership thing? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. So that's just like things. It's the same as uh. You know, Joker, Batman being new. Yeah, well, Bale said he didn't want to do Batman again. Right. Because he didn't want to become Bruce Wayne. But, you know, I I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with them, with the superhero movies. I am I want to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes, very much. I'm definitely anticipating that. And I, I really don't even like... I don't like Paul Rudd that much. I didn't really love the first Ant Man, but I I the, I thought I really liked the first movie, and what I expected to hate it. Yeah, I, I expected to hate it too, and I liked it more than I didn't, but I didn't love it. So right. I, I uh, but with the Avengers now, you kind of have to. I have to see what happens now. Yeah, yeah I want to see why he was missing. Did you see the new extended trailer? Where like, uh, it shows that he sees what happens and all that. No, I didn't. Yeah, check it out. Hey, listeners, check it out. Because 
it's it's a quick thing, but he says like he saw everything like that happens and how how they have to do it and all that. Oh man. So, yeah, and I like the girl who's um. Yeah, the lost ghost. chick. Oh, yeah. ghost. Okay. Yeah. yeah, she's on Kill Killjoys. I think is on Sci-Fi. I it, I've heard of it. Sounds familiar. It's it's pretty cool. Like, it took me a couple episodes, but. I, I liked it. I like her on there at least. I might not like anybody else, but I like her on there. And I like I do like the girl from um from Lost. It's in the movie. Uh Evangeline Lily. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she's what I can picture being the wasp, but I think she's gonna do good. Yeah, uh, I from the trailers she looks really good. Yeah. Um Yeah, you got anything else? I saw I also saw um I guess this is... I'm a big horror horror guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, like, like legit horror, not, like... Not slasher movies, not, um, you know, Paranormal Activity 12 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like legit, creative, original ones that come out of nowhere. Usually they... Oftentimes they pop up from, like, festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw one last week, Hereditary, that okay. it's been out for a little bit. Nobody's really watching it, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's it's good, man. It's 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 the story it's a competition right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The story, what? The story is like, it's it's plain because like we you've seen it before. If you watch a lot of horror movies, you've seen it before. Yeah. But the way they it's not like they don't really twist it. It's just the way they present it, I guess is a little different. Okay. And it keeps it fresh. Plus the the acting is really good and that's what I think has made horror movies better lately is yeah. they've taken casting a little more seriously. It does. Uh, yeah, it does seem like that. Definitely. Like it started with the um, what was it Sinister with Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. Remember after that, a lot of like big time actors are jumping back into horror movies. Yeah, and, and a lot of they're getting a lot of good actors from horror movies. Yeah, that too. And I think some actors are seeing that it's also a good springboard. Yep. So I, yeah, they're on the rise, kind of. I mean, on the rise and then also failing because of the competition, but. You're right about the good actors getting in there, the casting. Yeah, but to me, like, I, I try not to overanalyze what's going on with, like, the box office. It's frustrating because you see, you see movies that you, like, you want to do well, they don't. And then, like, their potential for a franchise dies or <laughs> just, like, a sequel in general dies. Yeah. But then movies like Transformers get fucking made year after year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Bumblebee looks straight. The trailer looks pretty good, so. Yeah, I just don't know why. Trailer looks a little, but I like it. A little different. Yeah, it is. Different. The perspective is different. It's a little more grounded. It looks like it's probably like one or one robot. Maybe there'll be like a few more, but. They definitely got way carried away with. <laughs> with the Dude, I hated the last two: Age of Extinction and uh. Was it Dark Night? Not Dark Night. Last uh, Night. There was one after Age of Extinction, wasn't there? Yeah, Last uh, Night. Oh. Uh, that shit. There was shit. two with Wahlberg? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. They're both. They're hard to watch. Yeah. And it's like, it, the action's good every time, but the just the, the, the dialogue is so bad and so stupid. Well, you're better than me because I didn't even watch the last one. I'm not even sure if I finished Age of Extinction. I don't blame you. I was like, what is this? <laughs> this is terrible. And no offense to people who like it. We're just, you know, we didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, besides that, uh, what else am I excited? I'm trying to think what else I'm excited for. The big one, even though it's not it's not coming out for another month, is uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah. The trailers are so hot. Yeah. Like, if, if it was a sexiness scale for trailers... The Mission Impossible trailers have been 10 out of 10. Mission Impossible is definitely top five series, like, of movies. Yeah. All, all fun. Well, maybe not the second one, but... Yeah, the second one was... It was rough, but it, it was still... It wasn't, like, terrible. It wasn't a terrible no, movie. No. It was just rough for the franchise. But they... Every single one is, like, good in so, some way. You never want to say, oh, yeah, you know, they were good until this happened. That doesn't happen with Mission Impossible for some reason. They just keep doing good fire every time. Yeah, uh, but like I said, Mission Impossible. Uh, I saw a Predator trailer came out not too long ago, like an oh, official yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I'm psyched. A lot of people are shitting on it. Yeah, why is that? Why are, uh, you know? I think for me, my issue was they showed a lot. Uh huh. Like they they almost kind of give you the beats of the plot, which you know I'm never a fan of. But at the same time, I kind of knew they were gonna keep it you know similar to the original with a few twists. Right. And they did kind of reveal the twist that there's like a a you know a super predator or whatever, but. Yeah, hopefully they don't overdo that. I, 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 if they make it funny, if they, if they do the humor right, mm-hmm. and like what what the first one did, where it's yeah. kind of campy, but then you know once the predators come in there, it gets like serious. Yeah. Uh, if they pull that off, and like the act, the actors that I saw in there all look interesting. Yeah. Yeah, interesting the, is what I would use. The team, sure. the team, like the the marine team or the like the the military guys that I saw, yeah, were a lot of like actors that are just like unorthodox choices for military B movie fan B movie like stars. Yeah, like Thomas Jane. Yeah, the like the Punisher from way back in the day. You got um. They're trying to force Sterling K. Brown to be a star. Man. Yeah, they're really pushing him. <laughs> they're just making us like him. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. I was just thinking that the other day. I was like, what's up with this Hotel Artemis guy appearing all over the fucking place? <laughs> it started with the with, This Is Us, right? That's his show. And then after that, he just started getting everything. And people like that, so they just put him in everything they can. Man. Yeah, they they're they're moved, they're pushing him to be a star. Oh, that needs a black guy. Get Sterling K. Brown for that. <laughs> he seems okay though. I didn't see. Did you see Hotel Artemis? 
No, I haven't seen it. I yet. missed that one. I'll, I'll probably check it out though when it comes to uh, on demand. Or... Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got any more anticipated movies? Venom. So, oh, Venom for sure. Uh, I, I don't know what else this year. But none of this is like coming that soon. Like July for the next few weeks, we don't really have any major releases. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, I mean Ant Man and the Wasp, but yeah. So yeah, other than that, I, I just I'm trying to think of what's coming soon. I really can't think of anything. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything either. The fall, the fall is is when the other big movies are coming. Yeah, it gotta be something Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, yeah. uh, Sicario opened. Ah, I saw it. I saw it. Yes, I totally forgot. I can't believe I forgot. Okay, it, what did you think? Did you see it? No, I plan on seeing it though. Uh, I'll save that for after I see it. I'll save that for yeah after you see it. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Anybody, uh, you know, going to see Uncle Drew? That's a that's a pass for me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Why are they doing that? <laughs> it looks so like corny and just. He really just threw the Uncle Drew idea right in the trash. Cause, he like, ruined it. He did ruin it. He. I don't. Know, I don't want to call him that anymore. Right. He should have did it like ten times before he ever put it up. Like. He should have did it like all over the country, yeah. And then put it up. So like now, <laughs> everyone knows who he is from now on. Like it's not. It takes away the fun of it. It was cool because they're like, "Oh man, who is that? Why is he killing us?" And now everyone knows. Oh, that's Kyrie's the champion. You know. Right. <laughs> it's not even funny anymore. They need to like almost have a whole new, whole other person. And do it, but then people just think, "Oh, that's another NBA player." Uh, oh, um, real quick before we we're out of here, Equalizer Two is coming out. That's a oh, that's interesting. That looks be, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be an anticipated. Um, just looking at a couple of them, Skyscraper. Oh, that looks like a contender for worst movie of the year. <laughs> I'm, I agree. I could be completely wrong, and I have been. Uh, the, one one movie that always comes back to me is Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. Where the trailers looked like so bad. Yeah. And then it was just like a fun action movie. Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah. And if they do that with this, if they do like a fun like little diehard knockoff. But That's they, what I didn't like about it. First of all, did you see where he jumped from with only one yeah. leg? He ain't even fucking make it, bruh. <laughs> Come on, dude. Like, and then... <laughs> what is and then, The Rock doing? And then, like you said, it's Die Hard with <laughs> The Rock. Like, with one leg and The Rock. Oh, Come on, man. We what can't is... do Die Hard again, man. Like, this is, what they, this is what happened in the office. They're like, we need a new Die Hard. We need something. <laughs> yeah, but we can't. We've already done Die Hard four or five times. We can't do it again. I got a twist though. This time, he only has one leg, and <laughs> it's the Rock. Genius. And the studio executives are like, "Check, we're in." Exactly. Oh man. The Rock is just 
taking people's money, really. Um, <laughs> Why is he doing these, like, useless... He went... Dude, he, he's probably having the worst four... What is it? Four to five movie sequence I can think of. He <laughs> okay, went... This Rampage, what else? He went... Uh, Jumanji? is part of the... Jumanji's probably the better... Yeah, better movie I, out of the run. I was about to say, I liked Jumanji. But man, I thought Baywatch was dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, dude, okay. why I are you... I didn't watch Baywatch. Dude, he's like, he's, like a douche, he's like a douchebag in there. It's just like awkward because he's so likable, you know. His, he's become such a like positive like action star. Mm-hmm. Where it's so easy to like be on his side and kind of go with him and he's like a this positive guy but he was like a dick in in Baywatch and it just was awkward mm-hmm. and Zac Efron was doing that like neighbors thing it just it wasn't yeah it wasn't yeah, going uh, well <laughs> frat white boy thing yeah all the time. and he could I don't know why he keeps doing that because he's a, I mean, I mean, he's not a great actor but he could he could do something he yeah he can he can act and he's getting old for that too now, right? Um, the first purge, no. Uh, I might go see it. I'll I'll see. I might go see Tag also. I won't pay to see the first purge. I do want to see Tag. That looks like it's gonna be good. Um, sorry to bother you, Lakeith. I, I w- that's what I'm gonna see. Fuck the purge. Because <laughs> I, I like those. I like those creative, like out of nowhere movies. Yeah, I'm gonna see. I might, I might pull you and go see that one by myself. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I saw one more coming out that I was gonna say. Maybe not. There's nothing else. I thought there's something that's coming soon. I thought I saw something else on here that looked interesting. Um, the Whitney Houston documentary. Nah. Uh. Under the Tree, no. Hotel Transylvania 3, nah. Uh, a lot of biographies coming out this year. <laughs> oh, uh, oh! I did want to address this. What do you think about the, um, the new, like, OD cast? Um, what is it? The Once Upon a, not Once Upon a Time. Hold on. I'll tell you. What's Superfly, by yeah, the way? What's, what's Superfly? Yeah, this is just like... It's a remake okay. of the old Superfly. I didn't watch it, though. I like the old Superfly, but I almost didn't want to see it, see it done again. It's one of those. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Have you seen the cast? Wait, what is this? Huh? What is this Once Upon a Time? A Quentin Tarantino movie. TV actor oh and a stunt double God. embark on an odyssey to make a name for themselves in the film industry during the Charles Manson murders of 1969. I haven't seen this, but knowing Tarantino is probably crazy. Margot Robbie, my baby. Okay. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, the goat. Oh, he's back. Of Brad course, Pitt. QT got him off his ass. Okay. Dakota Fanning. James Marsden, Timothy Oliphant, Al Pacino, Kurt Russell, Burt Reynolds, Damian Lewis, uh, what is it, how do you say his name, Emil Hirsch? Oh wow, I like him. Is it Emil? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, him, Tim Roth, Luke Perry, uh, Michael Madsen. Okay, the favorite. Yeah, I guess that's it. That's Scoot wild. Mary. I don't know him. Zoe Bell. When is it, when is this coming? Is there a trailer for this? Uh, no, nah, it's just pictures right now. Just okay. Sh- I'm excited, shots. man. I'm I'm a huge. Uh, it, there's not that many directors that draw me into a movie, but Quentin Tarantino definitely is one of them. Oh, Clifton Collins Jr. too is in there. He's in a lot of Tarantino movies lately. Yeah, um, it has like three of my favorite actors ever in in there, low key. So I, I mean, Quentin Tarantino has a few of my favorite movies ever. So the only thing with Tarantino, when you look at a cast, sometimes those actors are there for like two minutes of the movie. Like, oh yeah, a lot of the time, yeah. Yes, that might be kind of whack. I mean. Kurt Russell, they don't even have his name on here. <laughs> like they, you know how they have the cast and it has right. their name that they're gonna be. Kurt Russell's name is not there. Timothy Oliphant's name is not there. James Marsden's name is not there. Well, we don't need James Marsden's name. <laughs> yeah, but with Tim Roth's name is not there, so I'm expecting cameos from people whose names aren't even in the script yet. Right. But it looks like Leo and Brad are big parts, and then Margot is the um, number one credited. So that's gonna be interesting. You really can't go wrong with Leo and Margot. You can't go wrong with Quentin Tarantino. Oh, let's He's... not get carried away. We'll say we'll say that for another day, though. I'm Name it. Right uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll save it for another day. <laughs> Might do it since yeah, since the music is a little slow. Yeah. Uh, next few weeks, we'll we'll do a little more movie discussions, I suppose. Right. There's um, a, lot, a lot of things in the movie space, movie sphere, that are interesting yeah. to talk about. Yeah, definitely. So Wednesday, we'll uh, we'll be back Wednesday. Yep. Hopefully, uh, with movies and whatever happens with sports. Um, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll discuss all the moves. All the rumors, all the all the drama. Yeah. All right. Guess that's it. This yes. Was it. Uh, see you guys next time. Episode three. Hit us up. Follow us on Instagram. If you don't have it, listen to the last ones. Yeah. Podcast. Look us it. up on YouTube at No Clue Podcast. Yeah. YouTube Apple. forward slash No Clue Podcast. And if you're listening on YouTube, look us up. In Apple Podcasts. For um, sure. Yeah. So that's it. Yep. Alright, we're out. See you guys Wednesday.